This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello everyone, my name is Tim Howard, Technical Services Consultant in the BT Technical Services team, a group of qualified individuals who can help you as advisors answer any technical advice, strategically related queries you might have. In today's podcast, we will look at the interim proposals around the conflict of remuneration from the quality of advice review. As a quick reminder, the terms of reference for the quality of advice review released back in March 2022 required the independent reviewer to address recommendations 2.5 and 2.6 of the Banking, Superannuation and Financial Services Royal Commission. These recommendations involve considering the legislative framework for the life insurance remuneration reforms and the impact of the reforms on the level of insurance coverage and the remaining exemptions for the ban on conflicted remuneration, including in life and general insurance. Now, the recently released conflicted remuneration paper provides a high-level snapshot of the key findings from the data collected for both general and life insurance and puts forward a series of proposals for reform. Of interest to advisors will primarily be the proposals in relation to life insurance, so this is the section I'll focus on today. Firstly, a quick snapshot of the data collected thus far by the review. Now, the overall number of new life insurance policies, including death, TPD, trauma, and individual disability income insurance issued between 2017 and 2021 has declined. All types of new basic life insurance policies, for example, life insurance policies without optional extras, sold through financial advisors increased from 70% in the first half of 2017 to 83% in the second half of 2021. And overall, the average premium across all new basic life insurance policy types increased by approximately 15% 15, 15 between 2017 and 2021. Now, this was driven by an increase in average sum insured, uh, age of policyholders, uh, and some product structural changes. Now, from a compliance perspective, life insurance advice files compared from 2017, uh, before the life insurance framework reforms were introduced, and 2021, after the full implementation of the life insurance framework, saw some improvement uh, in the latter files from 2021. Now, the review notes, however, that it would be difficult to conclude that the improvements were because of the, the life insurance framework reforms. Uh, implementation of professional standards could have also had a contributing factor, as noted. Now, additionally, the data shows an increase in the age and wealth of clients that received life insurance advice. The review notes that <clears throat> the review notes this might indicate that lower commissions have encouraged advisors to prefer to provide advice to those with higher sums insured and higher premiums. Now, as a result of these findings, the review has indicated they are considering the following. In relation to life risk insurance, the Corporations Act currently provides an exemption to the ban on conflicted remuneration for life risk products other than group life policies in superannuation or policies issued in respect of default superannuation members, which allows commissions to be paid for the sale of life risk insurance products. The review proposes to retain the existing exemption for benefits given in relation to life risk insurance products, but require financial advisors who provide personal advice to retail clients in relation to life risk insurance products to obtain the client's informed consent in writing to receive a commission in connection with the issue of a life risk insurance product. 
The reason for this, as stated by the review, is if an advisor receives a benefit from the sale of a life risk insurance product they recommended to the client, they should have an obligation to tell the client about the benefit and the client should have the opportunity to consent or not to the provision of that benefit. Uh, as is the case, might I say, under Standard 7 of the Code of Ethics. The review is also considering improvements to guidance to ensure the Corporations Act is consistent with the intent of legislation in relation to when a benefit is given by a client. The Corporations Act provides an exemption to the ban on conflicted remuneration where the benefit is given to the AFSL licensee or its representative by a retail client in relation to financial product advice given by the licensee or representative to the client, an exemption which is narrower than the description in the explanatory memorandum. The review proposes modifying this existing exemption for benefits given by the client for financial product advice by expressly stating that the exemption also applies where the client directs a product issuer to pay a fee for financial product advice from the client's financial product to the AFSL licensee or its representative. The intended outcome is to ensure that the removal of any ambiguity or doubt about whether a benefit paid by a product issuer from a client's financial product is a benefit given by the client. Now, the review also expands on key findings in relation to general insurance, as well as removing some inconsistencies and simplifications across a number of other conflicted remuneration issues. Submissions for this part of the consultation process close on the 14th of November, and it is still expected that the review will provide a final report to government by 16th of December this year. Importantly, the statements made by the review so far are simply an indication of proposals for reform, which the industry will no doubt continue to watch closely. Well, in terms of keeping you up to date, don't forget our next BT Academy webinar, episode 64, SMSF Diamonds Are Forever, with Neil Sparks, will be taking place on Wednesday, the 23rd of November at 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, in this update, Neil will be joined by Catherine Evans, founder and head of Kit Legal at Kit Legal, specialist AFSL compliance firm, and together, they will examine the six C's of delivering compliant SMSF advice. They will be discussing recent regulatory guidance and share examples of best practice in client engagement, recommending SMSFs, preparation of client files and ongoing SMSF advice. If you haven't already, to register, head to bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series. Like all our webinars, the session will also be available on demand can't join us live and all sessions are accredited for CPD purposes. In the meantime, if you have any technical questions, you can contact the BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or by email to technical at BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.